I would like to share some thoughts with you about waiting on the Lord. Let's begin by reading Isaiah 30, verse 18. And therefore will the Lord wait, that he may be gracious unto you, and therefore will he be exalted, that he may have mercy upon you, for the Lord is a God of judgment. Blessed are all they that wait for him. There are two aspects of waiting on the Lord seen in this verse. The first is when the Lord is waiting for us. That is found in the first part of the verse. And therefore will the Lord wait, that he may be gracious unto you, and therefore will he be exalted, that he may have mercy upon you. This is wonderfully illustrated for us in the Gospel of John, and I will have more to say about this in a bit. The second aspect of waiting is when we wait for him. This is found in the last part of Isaiah 30, verse 18. Blessed are all they that wait for him. Waiting upon the Lord is a key to a victorious overcoming life. Throughout the Psalms, whenever David found himself in difficult circumstances, he constantly reminded himself to wait upon the Lord. In Psalm 25, verse 5, the psalmist says, Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. On you do I wait all the day. And Psalm 62, verse 5 says, my soul wait only upon God, for my expectation is from Him. One aspect of our waiting on the Lord is to cease from thoughts which hinder our ability to rest in the Lord and hear from Him. This includes thoughts of doubt, fear, and anxiety which may be working within us. Once we recognize these, we need to turn away from them and turn our eyes upon the Lord, remembering his word as well as filling our hearts and minds with prayerfulness, worship, praise, and thankfulness, trusting him to work in our lives and circumstances as we rest in faith, hope, and love, waiting on him alone. In Isaiah chapter 30, Verses 15 through 16, the children of Israel put their trust in horses to deliver them from their enemies, rather than quietly and confidently waiting for the Lord to bring about their deliverance. Horses here are a type of the strength of our own natural ability. Because they trusted in themselves without seeking God and his will and his way, the Lord totally frustrated their efforts so that they might learn to wait and put their trust in him. Now, back to the first aspect of waiting, which is when the Lord waits upon us. When we are overly occupied in the activities of daily life, the Lord waits until we become quiet before him so he can make his will, way, and time known to us in our situation and work in our behalf. We often try to deliver ourselves in our own way before seeking the Lord to find his will, way, and time, and then blame the Lord when we become frustrated in our attempt. 
But our Lord is gracious. He patiently waits for us to come to a realization of our own inability, and then, when we finally turn to him, he leads us and guides us in the way we should go. This principle is beautifully illustrated in the Apostle John's account of the miraculous draft of fish in John chapter 21, verses 1 through 11. Shortly after Jesus' resurrection, several of his disciples decided to go fishing. They fished all night, but caught nothing. At the break of day, Jesus stood on the shore and called out to them, asking if they had caught anything. No, they said. They didn't realize it was Jesus who had asked. The Lord then told them what to do. Cast their nets on the other side of the boat. After having done so, they caught so many fish they could hardly handle them. Then the disciple, who Jesus loved, recognized it was Jesus and said, It is the Lord. This changed everything. Jesus allowed the disciples to become totally frustrated in their self-efforts, and then, when it was time, he spoke a word of direction into their situation. It is significant that their self-efforts were in a time of darkness, and when Jesus came on the scene, it was the breaking of light. Their obedience to him resulted in a huge blessing in their lives, as well as much-needed revelation of Jesus and his love and care for them. He also gave them further direction for their lives. One reason it is so difficult for us to wait on the Lord is our inability to trust him in the face of adverse circumstances. But God's word tells us they that wait upon the Lord will not be ashamed. He will answer and deliver in his way and time. The Lord uses circumstances in our lives that have greatly perplexed us to cause our faith in him to grow and the fruit of the Spirit to become more manifest in our lives as we turn to him. He is more interested in accomplishing something of eternal value in our hearts and lives than just changing our immediate circumstances. Our circumstances may not always change, but in the midst of it all, we change for the better as we allow the Lord to work in us in the way he wants to. We become better instead of bitter. The difference between better and bitter is the letter I. As I meet the Lord in the midst of it all, I become better. We need to examine where we are at. Is the Lord having to wait for us to wait on him? As we wait upon the Lord, he works and speaks into our life and situations. Much is accomplished as we set our hearts and minds upon him and learn and follow his will.